Good morning. How are you today? Good morning. I'm great. It is uh, Monday, March 27th, 2023. The something something day of spring. <clears throat> Not the first or the last. No, no, it's somewhere in the middle, potentially near the beginning or the middle. It's somewhere the birds are chirping, possibly bats. Uh, and I did wake up again at, I think, 2.15 or 2.30, so it's possible that uh, narcolepsy may take over. And, uh, uh, but I've been told I snore, so it's entirely possible that that will be that will be a, a keen keen uh, uh, interest uh, factor later in the show today. Uh, I'll just find snoring counterpoints and counterviews of of my conversation. I'm used to them. Jane, you ignorant slut. <laughs> <sighs> uh, yeah, see, it works. It's amazing. I was I took my breath away. Where's uh, Dan Aykroyd? Definitely married above his league, right? Was that Donna Dixon that he married? Yes. And yeah, no, he uh, he's uh, the funniest thing. I think that, you know half the reason they wrote Ghostbusters was that he was into all the occult stuff and spirituality and ghosts and hauntings and ETs and and all that. And still is. Um, definitely still is. Uh, but I think the, the, the best part, you know, raise a cult in, uh, well, I guess, you know, the, the second and third actual Ghostbusters movie, I don't, I don't think the, the Kristen Wiig, I don't know, I think everybody in that Kristen Wiig version are exceptionally talented and funny. They just happen to not be funny in that movie. Yeah, I agree. Um, they, they, I think they played the wrong characters the wrong way, but it's still better than the new ones. Well, I th yeah. Well, it was, it was, it was a tough sell. I mean, the the to try to try to make it relevant. Um. In the uh, the newer the newer film. Um. To, to bring a new generation into it. Afterlife, I guess, was the name of it with Paul Rudd and whatnot. And it was tough, too, because Paul Rudd, I mean, obviously he's been around and he's, he's you know, earned his career. But I think he's, he's still, he still suffers from some of that, uh, you know, that Rob Lowe problem or the, the, you know, Pierce Brosnan had the same thing. Um and it was slightly different with Paul Rudd because he grew into it. But that you know, Paul Rudd, I guess people consider as being more handsome later in life. But people get freaked out when they find out how old he actually is, right? Versus right. a Rob Lowe or Pierce Brosnan, that would definitely tell you that they they were not considered for serious roles or not considered serious actors because they were just so so goddamn handsome. You know that people just could not casting directors. They thought audiences would not take them seriously just because they were handsome, handsome dudes. Right, disproportional right. To, to most regular humans. Well, Paul Rudd was wasted in that movie. He's not utilized as Paul Rudd in any way. He was just insert Paul Rudd here. 
Well, and they could have, and that was one of the, they, I think, say exactly, but they, and I think it was also that thing where they could have used someone else. They just happened to get Paul Rudd, who happened to be Ant-Man, you know. Um, and so, it was, you know, I think they could have could have slid a lot of people into that role. Paul Rudd, God bless him. Well, and hearkening back to his Ant-Man role, he just happened to be the flavor of the month. Uh, yeah, you know, from a culture standpoint. Uh, but I love Carrie Coon's great. I mean, I've only seen her in a few things, but you know, plays the the love interest and the mother plays Egon Spangler's daughter. Right, right. In the film, the mother of the other kids, but she was she was badass. Well, you know, they were both in the Avengers films because she played um, uh, Proxima Midnight, and uh, she was she was phenomenal. Did you ever see Gone Girl? Yes. I yeah, that was outrageous. I mean, it was a f- phenomenal. It was a little, a little, little cringy because it seemed more like a documentary, or you know, triggered specific memories about uh, people. But um, Rosman Pike was—I uh, don't know how you can't just be like a lightning bolt through your brain in love with her. Just I remember the first time I saw her in. Uh, I think, well, maybe her first feature film was Die Another Day. You know, Pierce Brosnan's regrettable fourth and final turn as James Bond. But uh, but she was amazing in that. And I feel like Neil Patrick Harris finally was able to, you know, like I think people people dug him, obviously. as uh, Was it Barney Hill, the character's name on How I Met Your Mother? I know it was Barney. I don't remember the last yeah. name. You're probably Oh no, right. Barney Hill. Betty and Barney Hill were the people that got abducted by aliens. Sorry. My bad. I'm conflating my Barneys. I knew he was not the uh not the guy that lived in Bedrock, but uh it's easy to conflate your Barneys, you know, after a while. But uh but uh but he was great because he got to, you know, do a really serious turn Stinson. and spoil it. Stenson, right? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, suit up. Yeah, at least suit up. Well, people, yeah, dude, it's it's serious stuff. I mean, that's. I was having a conversation with a buddy of mine yesterday who was, um, I think one of the. Well, I don't know if he could be a great undiscovered influencer, but uh, it was just a super super stylish guy. Just you know, has been way the head of the curve for years on, um, trends. I would not describe it as disposable fashion because it's more about um classics and style versus versus you know trends or whatever but um but i think we all kind of thought i still after have you met ted yet with my single friends there's a group of girls there i'll just walk over and say hey have you met and you know substitute fred or ted here and uh, it seems to be a highly effective way to get people talking. Hundred percent. Well, did you ever meet uh, my buddy Al, who used to be with the uh, local hockey team after they had reopened? I don't no, know if you did I don't or not. Recall him. Uh, well, they they possibly possibly uh, hashtag did him dirty, and uh, so he so he that moved back to where it was from and is doing really well there now. But, um, um, 
but I used to introduce, I used to do a similar thing years ago and I'd be like, Hey guys like hockey ladies, you like hockey? Cause he was, you know, was the, like one of the vice presidents for the hockey team and like the head of ticket sales right, and whatnot. Right. And he would, he would, his, uh, his answer to that was like, uh, Hey, uh, ladies, y'all, y'all like to live indoors. <laughs> yeah. You know? Well, I'll, uh, I'll introduce my friends and then I'll walk away and go back to wherever it was. I was. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Yeah, I'll leave them Yeah, well, I, I, I can, you know, I'll facilitate an introduction, but I can't, uh, can't nurse, nurse the, uh, right. That is all of conversation you to completion. Yeah. Well, that's, I, I'm a big, I guess maybe this could be a business, but I'm a big I'm a big proponent of facilitating relationships. I know you are too, because I mean, what's you know, I mean, we've we've been fortunate um, to meet some pretty amazing people and with diverse backgrounds and diverse skill sets. And I don't know why. I mean, unless you think it would be a bad fit, but generally speaking, you can usually find a way to connect people or i think we you know just observationally figure out at least one thing and usually multiple things about where where ways uh that these people could complement each other and and have a productive working or personal relationship uh you know moving forward in some capacity i mean just because you know and just from from working on a crew just because somebody's not a not a good uh cinematographer doesn't mean they're not a good light light rigger or or sound person or right certainly certainly you know, continuity continuity person the the way i look at introductions are uh i have no fear already but since i'm so insanely happily married that no fear and the fact that i can absolutely sabotage my friends because I don't tell them before I do it. Uh, I'll meet strangers at a place and do that, do this to them. And uh, then I sit back and watch, and it's it's just awesome because somehow or another, the, uh, the other people just seem to engage in conversation for a little bit, and then you see it go well, and they talk for a while, or it's crash and burn, which... Uh, you know, for me, either way, I'm good. Yeah, well, I think it's also good just as, you know, just as a just as a heads up, just occasionally it's good because you don't want to get in that situation and then find out that uh, they're not available or well, that... Uh, or it's that... usually a group together. And it's just a, have you met Ted yet? Simple as that. Uh, I I haven't encountered any uh, trouble from it. So, so far, so good. Well, it's going to be a wet, hot American summer. So just just see how it. Let's see how it plays out. What uh, do y'all do? Y'all do you have any big summer plans or any ideas or I mean, what's because you you y'all have had some amazing trips foreign and domestic what are some places that are that are on your checklist that uh well yeah that are on your checklist 
Man, I think the most amazing place we can go right now is a studio. It just right on. That is true. Yeah. It is. Uh, it's time to save for when the housing market recovers, and and uh, we have traveled a bit, so that's kind of out of the way for now until that bug really bites hard and. There's just work to be done, work that we want to do and enjoy doing more so than the ones we're actually compensated for. Absolutely. Well, everything, I think that's, you know, being in the situation we're in and, and working and doing the studio stuff that I, it it is a happy opportunity and you know for for unfortunately I'll, yeah unfortunately i think people don't understand the value they have in 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 investing yeah, I, in themselves i think that has definitely been a uh, a big plus unintentional plus is watching people just not grow over time but almost instantly have that light turned on and to some degree or another and uh that's been beautiful watching people that get up and participate that had no intentions of doing so and had to be dragged there in some cases and and uh enjoying that uh you know one guy that i knew would be into it all along he finally showed up yesterday and you just see the the light in his eyes about it he's just happy about it and uh that I knew he would be, and the guy's an incredible contributor, and hadn't even started yet, and will I know will be just part of the main energy that helps us hopefully achieve what we set out to do. Do you do you have a goal with it? I mean, I know, um, I know what mine and what I plan on doing, and I got that in motion. What do you want out of the space? I want people to be able to, to utilize You know, you're you're never going to grow in a in a society that keeps you in bubble wrap. But I want people to feel empowered to grow beyond their immediate perceptions of their levels of capability and utilize it as a launching pad, and to again feel empowered, but also through that self empowerment kind of the same way I feel like with a, a lot of other things I'm involved with, with that, with that level of achievement and self-empowerment, have the perspective and the informed awareness and, in, and, and emotional intelligence to, to understand you know, like Q O'Brien, I'm a big I'm a big 
supporter of Hugh O'Brien Youth Leadership, and it changed my life as an as an adult who went back to volunteer. And Hugh's Hugh's uh, story was that he and um, that he went to you know, and then I'll just tell you that this I don't know it's my elevator pitch, but I've I haven't told this in a while since I rolled out of being leadership seminar chair for Western North Carolina last year um, after getting it back and and person after our two two years of virtual seminars but uh but in uh, i think 1958 you know and the, hugh o'brien is credited with being the youngest drill instructor in the history of the marine corps when he was 16 and in the 1950s he was the biggest star on tv playing uh, uh wyatt Earp. and so in, the story is and i'm pretty sure i'm telling the story correctly that in 1958 uh, he went to Africa and spent 10 days with Dr. Albert Schweitzer, who was doing humanitarian aid work, and it changed his life. And when he went to leave, Dr. Schweitzer said, okay, Hugh, what are you going to do with this? And so my hope and ideal, and the people have every day with everything, but especially in the context of the studio, and when people achieve success with it and 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 grow and develop beyond their immediate perceptions of what they're capable of doing is what are you going to do with this? What are you going to do to help other people lift themselves up? One of my favorite um, things that was really impactful to me, and I think it relates back to this, and it was, uh, I think it was, it was a Rogan episode, but it was Rob Lowe, and Rob Lowe was and I'm paraphrasing, obviously, because I don't have the specific language in front of me, but, but basically was saying, what's, what's, what's the value in fame? What's the value, you know? And so, my, so I would roll that over into what's the value in accomplishment? And in my mind, the value in those things is, number one, that you've facilitated a better understanding of yourself and understanding that, you know, the, the, the fear of what lies before you, part of it is that I think people psych themselves out because they're scared about what they can achieve. And so growing, growing beyond your fear, I think that's, that's you know, grow, growing beyond your fear, but then also understanding what you're actually, or, or having a, a grasp on understanding that you are capable of more than you think you are. And then if you know you have that capability and qualities in yourself, what can you do to help instill that understanding and, and help other people uh, invest in themselves, nurture those, nurture and grow those seeds and, and then harvest that and, and pay it forward? What can you always do to pay it forward? Right, um, right. So I'd say, what can we do proact, you know, proactively to, to, because you got to put the mask on yourself before you can put it on the person beside you. I mean, and, and as a person who for better or worse had been filling other people's cup for years and years and years when there was not, when I was not pouring anything into my own, I mean, that's one thing I've had to step way back on and been very aware of that. It was, uh, just not, it was probably something I was patting myself on the back about, but it was not in the long term good for me. And you can't 
you know, if your cup's empty, you can't pour anything in anybody else's, but you have to, yeah, that, you know, that's so it's very not true, man. I had to reach that know. point myself in life and, uh, you know, it, it really, why you feel like, okay, I, I accepted this responsibility. You also have to reevaluate almost, uh, at every stage in life. I think I've reached back into myself and asked, is this the right way? Am I thinking the right way? And be willing to amend that thought for your overall greater good and anyone else's that you possibly can. But you got to start with the self. Uh, and, and my goals with the space are very similar to yours. I'm just trying to get rich. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I'm not against that. I mean, I'm, I'm all about helping people and lifting them up, but. Uh, but uh, I am kidding. I was just uh, being. Yeah. Well, I'm not. I I I uh, okay. I uh, no, that, and and I think yeah. that that space is achieving that for many people, and uh, and yeah. your efforts have certainly contributed to the success so far of the space. As we just give, man, it's such a beautiful thing to do, and. There was money involved, but at the same time, it's been priceless already, and we got many months to go. Hundred percent. Well, in the studio, with classes and 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 everything else, I mean that is the the value of of the value of the investment and. Uh, the same thing you mentioned about your friend who was there yesterday and the thing we've seen in class that there is no, I like that. I, I like that word, but I think people pigeonhole it into meaning only f cash money, finance, financial gain. When I think the, the, Ooh, nice. you know, and I think it is, uh, Cheryl Crow uses it, you know, in, in in some song that you would know the name of, but about people, you know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta enjoy what you have. You know, you got, you gotta want what you have instead of, well, I'm clearly not saying this line correctly, but just seeing the value in relationships. I think the fact that we do class and it's, we're not charging people money, because our our goal is to help people grow and facilitate these things, but that it is, I mean, you can you can feel like shit and be having the worst day or the worst week. Which again, right. I think right. at some point that's a choice, and you have to understand your attitude is in your control versus what the external forces, the world is maybe temporarily happen happening to you. But just the the, the beauty and the amazing. I mean, that's, that's, again, I've been saying for years, you know, for clearly situations that were probably detrimental, um, uh, to my, to my career trajectory, but, uh, that there's an exceptional amount, an exceptional amount of, uh, grotesquely talented people and the amount of talented people who live around here and statewide I think is 
you know, infinitely beyond what anyone could possibly understand exists here. I agree. And, you know, and, and that point has been made more than once talking to people about this. And they're like, well, why are you here? And I'm like, well, this is where the talent is just because you don't see it. Like the uh, flat earther dude I knew who just insisted there weren't coyotes in North Carolina because I've never seen one. Well, it's about who you surround yourself with. You know, if if you are uh, in a in a low free thought environment, of course you're not going to see it because if it's around you, it's hidden because it'll be ridiculed. And uh, you know, as far as money goes, and and I want to make this clear. Yes, we want to be able to raise money and do this for a living. I don't plan on making nickels and dimes out of people until we're all making money. Yeah, hundred percent. Well, and you know, and the, and the goal again is, is investing in people and that the real value and the currency is relationships and experience and bringing the best out of people. And I, I think, you know, the, um, just we keep focusing on that and and we've had so many amazing experiences in class and just watching you know people come alive and and whether it's you know people who've been that it's their first time getting up in front of people you know that that you had brought out and or or uh um or people who had, you know, been been classically trained, classically theatrically trained in uh, New York, who had lived here for a number of years, or whoever it is, it's just so, you know, like you can't put you can't put a price tag on it. It's so just phenomenal and amazing, and and to see, you know, kind of like. I'd imagine with opera singers, like when you see these things or any, any amazing vocalists, like, but with, but in this case with acting, but just how can, how can that experience come out of that person, you know, and just that, that's the amazing thing. I feel like just being in class and to give, you know, that we get people pick up sides. I mean, some people have, you know, kind of done the same sides or scenes once or twice, but that people can just pick up these cold read sides and just blow the doors off the building is, is, uh, it, it's, yeah, it's been, hard not to have a perpetual smile a few on times. It, it, it has been, uh, it's like, Oh, damn. And you wonder, why aren't we all doing this more? You know, the whole concept of this is, otherwise we'd just be sitting on the couch at home. You know, you might be snuggling with a loved one, and that's beautiful. I've done that for the past 12 years, and I, I'm fine with that for eternity. Congratulations um, again. Congratulations. Thanks. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's number six this past weekend. Uh, yeah. 
not one of the. I remember. I remember being numbers. there. Yeah. Say what? Uh, not one of the milestone numbers, so to speak. But yet, to me, it was just perfect. We didn't really do much, but go out to dinner with uh, insignificant cuts of meat compared to the price we paid. Labor was good. You know, they cooked perfectly. But if you know, you start out with gristle and sinew on meat, that's what you're going to get out of the out of it too. So I'll save that review for online. Anyway, uh, you get your kilometers in today? Not yet. I did some yesterday. I think I got a. Uh, I have. I've not defaulted my. Uh, yeah, I'd say yeah. Speaking of, hold on. We're talking. We're talking kilometers, not nautical miles. Give me one. Give me one second. Well, there's only two options you have. Sixteen. Yeah, I did uh, sixteen kilometers on Saturday, and uh, yesterday, what did I do? I think I did six, six or seven. You know what? I have a device right here. That I could tell you how many I did. And do you ever hear of the comic Boombop? I mean, I, I ruined that joke. I feel like Chris Rock. Haley Bop. Mm, Bop? Into Jupiter. Well, as long as it didn't crash into Uranus, I think it's fine. But I'm bummed. But uh, sorry, yeah. was that was that was that your joke? Sorry. I didn't mean no, that. no, no, no. Okay. No. Um, 12 kilometers. I did 12 kilometers yesterday. No, okay, 12. Not quite 16, but at least. No, not yesterday. It was. Uh, it's divisible by four as well, so I think you're good. Yeah. Well, there's a yeah. new comment, and th this is going to be part of my in future news for today. Uh, because in, in honor of Haley Bop, I'm going to call this. And no one heard this before. What you heard earlier was an aberration. But uh, I'm going to call this comment Umbop. And, uh, and it absolutely is not funny at all. But it might have been had I not ruined it. Anyway, it is 1 billion kilometers away. Equivalent to 6.3 astronomical units. And have met some astronomical units in time. So. And uh, this might be a spectacle, but this comment, I think, as far as in future news, is going to be all about the the movie "Don't Look Up." And there's no danger of this comment hitting us if it is indeed a comet and not Planet Ten returning to dominate the Earth and the lizard people. But uh, it may or may not have a coma or 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 be visible it may have spent all of its energy and uh it's also last time it came around was fifty thousand years ago and they are saying it's going to leave our solar system after this so i think it's a good candidate to chop your penis off and buy new shoes 
while listening to Hanson. Well, that's what I was. That's that was the first thing on my mind. So I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad this will be my motivating factor to do both of those things. But my in future news aspect of it is the fact that this is a beautiful thing to happen. Something we had no idea existed. Here it comes. It could very well impact Earth. Uh, an object like this. And we really need to understand as a planet we're vulnerable. That the thing that's going to kill us all is probably going to come from space. Uh, not in the form of a microbe. But a macrobe. <laughs> so stupid. And, uh, and smash into Earth and, you know hit the reset button but guess what group of people are going to brush it off and not use it as uh, uh to further aid in planetary defense i'm gonna give you one guess on what group that will be uh fascist evangelicals what does he win bob a new car. That's right. You win a one-ninth scale matchbox car of your favorite vehicle if already in production. Yeah, I don't know. I almost wish I uh, could not pay taxes like they do. But uh, but a t- car's fine. I'll take a car. Take a car. Well, if, if you uh, prefer, you can have a 25-inch color TV stand. That's right. It holds up to 25 inches of your favorite color television. Genuine wood grain vinyl. Speaking of uh, fascist, racist evangelicals. Uh, uh, I, which one? Well, all specifically, of all of them, but especially uh, the people. I think in future news, one of the things we should also point out that's going to happen is the more... Uh, uh, bigoted rubes uh, will be making, uh, you know, uninformed, unintentionally hilarious comments on uh, local newspaper websites or on Facebook or whatnot. Um, and so uh, several of them are making comments uh, about how they uh, ain't gonna watch no Bruce Springsteen, you know, uh, who played the other night in Greensboro. And uh, so one person who looks like uh, she fell and hit her head uh, was asking which bathroom he was going to be using. Um, And then some other people that you probably should not do business at the companies they work at were making uh, thumbs up things. Oh, and uh, that whole cancel culture thing. Don't be one of them, you know, until... You're Bruce Springsteen, and I'm not going to watch Bruce Springsteen. Well, and I wonder how much of it's actually because he's, uh, you know, his last name is Springsteen, and they think that uh, doesn't sound American enough. Uh, uh, probably a good 130%, even if it's on a subconscious level. Yeah. And then there's a guy with two first names who says, uh, I don't know why people get into him anyway because his music sucks and his tickets are through the roof the hell. 
with Bruce Springsteen. So I don't know if he means that the tickets are like rocket ships that have shot through the roof, or maybe this person who wrote this is running a meth lab and one time it exploded and that's what he means it's through the roof. So this person... All the above should be an option. You know, why limit their potential? Yeah, okay. Of all of these things. Yeah. Um... Now, personally, uh, not a huge Bruce Springsteen fan. I can't necessarily argue that. I wouldn't say the music sucks, but it doesn't inspire me a whole lot. Um, That's just personal taste, not opinion of the individual. Or personal lack of taste if you're a big Bruce fan. I mean, I'm not saying I've got everything figured out. I saw him in concert. I appreciated that he he gave a fabulous show for what he does. Uh, there was only about 15 minutes of it I really enjoyed. Uh, but you will never top the lyrics of Fat Man Sitting on a Little Stool, Take Some Money from My Hands As His Eyes Take a Walk All Over You. That is one of the all-time great introductions to a song. So yeah, no, he's uh, a tunnel of love. Is, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tunnel of love have a special place in my heart for that lyric alone. He was uh, well. I think about that because I mean, I, I would hear those songs. What's so strange to me, you know, because those are so intra- integral in my um, emotional development. But it's weird to me to think that that album came out like when I was seven. You know, um, so that's odd. But I think the, the the best thing about that to me, I look if you look at the album cover, is I feel like he's the guy that brought Bowos back. So I think if yeah. anybody's going to get yeah. mad at him, and how mad could you get at him? It's because he brought the Bolo back. But I remember being a kid, like, oh man, Bolos are cool because that's what you think when you're seven. Or yeah, I think that that's maybe my one my one knock against Bruce Springsteen is that he uh, brought the Bolo back and made it cool. For five minutes. Well, are are you aware of why they are viscerally in in open hate with Bruce? because uh, he's successful and happy, and they're miserable and not. When the bathroom bills, well, all that is true. I'm sorry, I'm not discrediting that wisdom no. and insight. But when the bathroom bill was going on, uh, and though. You know, people literally take their children to be molested and not to drag shows because that isn't what happened happens yeah. there. But anyway, during the the bathroom bill, he canceled his concert in Greensboro. And I'm not going to say which state Greensboro's in because you'll never know who we are or where we live. But when he canceled the show, it really pissed off people who adored him and the same people that are bashing him now are the ones that adored him then. And that's why she, that one person specifically mentioned which, which bathrooms he going to use. That was a throwback. Oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Well, and that was in more of the fake controversy that, you know, and anytime somebody takes a stand against nonsense, I mean, literally, that create, claiming that there's an issue when none existed 
And then also the same people that said they were good conservative this and they believed in freedom and all this and they were good, you know, subscribers to their religion. And then, well, we got to carry guns and check people's underwear to make sure they're going in the right bathroom. That's, and then you wonder why they, people laugh at them. I mean, among other reasons. Well, clearly they, they still take their children to be molested to uh, most organizations that they support. Um, but what they're mad about with the bathroom bill is it's the one time they, they need to, to be a parent and actually show up. And, and take their children to the bathroom instead of sending them there because any good parent would do that anyway. Yeah, they're a mess. They're a mess. They're a mess. It's for the children, but now McDonald's is hiring 14 year olds. Well, they got to They got to They got to plug, uh, plug the young people into the capitalist system and destroy their hope as soon as possible. So, Right, right. Um, but yeah, they uh, it's 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 bad news all around. I mean, the you know that was the same th- same thing that killed me. You know, they they go out of their way to kill our film incentives, and then and then try to piggyback, which it's piggyback is not me shaming the way that they or their or their spouses look. Um, but uh, with the bathroom bill thing, and this this. Uh, shaming you know attacking people that have been places and have met um people of different religions different backgrounds different food music you know just just different tastes and then wrapping it up in this this nonsense about i mean the same thing again you know when when they try to use liberal as a smear i mean it's a it's a it's a term of endearment it's flattering you're woke you have empathy for other human beings what the hell is wrong with you (laughs) yeah i mean i mean woke i mean we certainly i mean i'll I'll be the first person to say that we have issues among various groups in 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 the democratic party and liberal america but when right wing that shit crazy liberals out there a hundred percent but of course you know we both know, and I think most people with emotional intelligence who are honest would 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 acknowledge that when people on the right use the word woke, it's because it's a one syllable word, and they don't know how to communicate their feelings because they're not emotionally healthy people. And uh, one of us, Marjorie Taylor Greene or uh, 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 Ron DeSantis, you know, came out last week and was just straight up honest that. Oh, well, we don't know what woke means, so y'all just use it for anything you want to use it for because they could not describe it. Yeah. Yeah, it's a smurf. Yeah, go smurf yourself, go woke yourself. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, which is funny that, uh, you know, people want to go smurf themselves, and then so so what's Papa Smurf's real name? You know what I'm saying? Well, they don't uh, think through these words anyway, you know. Being awake is generally a good thing. That's now I love sleep, but being awake is also pretty cool. Uh, how can you have a problem with being awake unless you want to sleep? But in their terms, they are permanently asleep. Well, hundred percent, which always my brain. Yeah, mm-hmm. 
hundred percent. Well, that's the same thing when they do this whole, you know, because they we only have we only have about twenty more minutes today, so let's not completely dive down the rabbit hole because then we'd be on here for five more hours. But the same people on the right that claim to be enlightened or you know they know about conspiracies and this to the point of trust me people conspire every day anytime you make plans with someone that's a conspiracy but the actual real conspiracies are are nobody besmirched besmirched by the thing the ones people on the right are trying to get you to believe in i think if there's uh you know jordan klepper uh has has a great podcast and at some point they would play clips of um or he or you'd find them uh adjacently of um people you know like january 6 plotters who were saying that uh uh trump was uh uh dwight eisenhower's son i mean just crazy ass i mean the nicest thing you could say is that it's a bunch of shit uh which would explain you know what when i guess when they eat that much that's why they don't they're not getting good uh good calories and they're just eating well, why why were they trying to bring the kennedys back why is QAnon and, uh, and the person beyond QAnon has to just be cracking up uh why the kid you know kennedys oh uh, well because they were because they were you know stylish dressers and obviously when everything's dirty t-shirts and overalls you know um that's the best reason i've heard yet which always kills me too they 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 you know they want to shit on liberals they want to shit on this shit on that and make fun of people who go to farmers markets meanwhile they scream about that they're blue collar and they're out you know working on you know working on their family farm which really is just them hating themselves when they try to shame people to go to farmers markets and then claim to be blue collar well this is also the same group of people that removed teachers from being all american next it'll be apple pie god well i mean i'd be fine with that as long as they don't try to take take apple pie away from me you know God, have you? Have, I'll tell you. There, there's, 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 there's a, a a lady that has a pie company that's at a local farmer mar- farmers market here, and it is out out of control. I mean, I'm a, I'm a, I'm pretty aggressive about my uh, caloric intake and 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 restrictive eating hours and all that. And, and, and you are yeah. skinny AF. Well, I mean, I'd, I, 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 I'm pretty well defined if I take my shirt off, but, but, um, well, yeah, I should say you are fit. AF. Thank you. Thank you. I, I, thank you. Thank you. Um, um, but yeah, yeah. And God bless her. She's, uh, she's, uh, I don't think she would describe herself as a, as a, as a, as a left leaning person, but I mean, she makes an exceptional product. I've never seen anything that I would, that I would, I think we can have diverse ideas and I, you know, generally speaking, um, but she makes exceptional pies, exceptional pies. And, um, well, I think, you know, Lowe's, uh, Lowe's and Harris Teeter are both, um, they, uh, you know, I mean, obviously they have some pre-made stuff, but generally speaking, you know, they bake a lot of that stuff there and those people, right. 
you know, are nice people, you know, and they, they, they show up for work. They're, you know, super nice folks. But the, uh, I think that's super underrated. I mean, I'm, you know, all about mom and pop this and, and that, but Lowe's, uh, Lowe's and, um, Harrison, you both have exceptional bakeries and uh, exceptional delis. And the guy, the, the sushi people, the sushi chefs at uh, or preparers, whatever the term is, at uh, right. Harris Teeter, those those dudes are wizards. Wizards. Um, yeah, I was into on. the store bought sushi for a while. Uh, you know, we we would get it. And- we would spend an equal amount of money or maybe a little less and just get a lot more sushi. Uh, but this last time we did it and, uh, it, it tasted like pure gasoline. I don't know what the hell it was sex Panther sushi or something. Well, we'll 40, throw back. 40% of the time it works a hundred percent of the time. <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. Oh man! Um, it, uh, hopefully, it smelled better than a Bigfoot. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 right, right, right. Hey, but if it works, it works. That's a good way to get hosed off behind the building. Well, and it's not just for disciplinary stuff either. It's, uh, I mean, sometimes you got to slide some recreational hosing down in there you too. People get hosed off for discipline. I don't understand. It's, uh, I saw it. It was, uh, well, and then too, and sometimes you got to stand on a, uh, empty crate of bottles, you know, like they take the caps off and, uh, it's tough. It's tough. So who's, uh, what's, what's your favorite kind of pie? I mean, we're, I mean, not, I'm not making a dirty joke for food wise. What's your favorite? Uh, I, I, I wasn't even going there with it. And I and I'm almost disappointed in myself. Uh, I, I mean, maybe specifically that. a more dessert themed pie with uh, something like that, not a not a pizza <laughs> pie type thing. Because I feel like these are all distinct conversations. So we're not talking about Porky's pie. I mean, we could, but I'm, I'm for well, we'll start. What what what's your favorite kind of pie, and we'll just go from there based on what your what your answer is. My answer is a tie for first between a proper apple pie, and by proper I mean the way I like it, and like cinnamon and cinnamon and 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 uh, uh, just crumble on top. Oh, yes, man. yes. Oh, dude, I'm I'm having problems with just thinking about it. All right, pull myself together. All right, I can do this. Okay. All right. Uh, I think my stomach got an erection. Anyway, uh, that's, that's and, why I mean, you might have to see a doctor about that. But go ahead. <laughs> well, only if it lasts for four hours. Uh, and lemon, I, I love a good lemon pie. I think, yeah, uh, those are, those are my yeah, dude. Uh, uh, Trader Joe's has a banging uh, crumble apple pie. Yeah. And I think, yeah, Teeter and uh, uh, Lowe's both. And I'm not throwing Food Line under the bus. I just have not. I don't go there enough that I can speak knowledgeably about 
their their bakery offerings. But um, well, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna broadcast the food line hack for me. That that's for me and me alone, <clears throat> and all the others that already know it. But I told you about it in chat the other day. I'll look back. I'll have to look back and and review the the food line hack. Yeah, it, it's worthy. That's not the one where you chase people with a machete through the food line, is it? Well, I'm not going to say it's not that okay. one because I said I wasn't going to broadcast it. So if I were to deny it, then it excludes it, and it could very well be. As qualify, I'm not going to mention it or I'm not going to give it away. Yeah, that was one of my favorite, um, which may or may not have been a – uh, factually attributed to Mickey Rourke when they asked him about the ha- the British hacking scandal. He said, oh, do you mean where I chase people around London with a hatchet? And uh, and then he just uh, kind of hid. Put it, pulled his the collar on his trench coat up and tucked his fedora down a little bit more over his uh, forehead. But they both, yeah, do you like yeah, lemon pie? I don't dislike lemon pie. I mean, I'll destroy a lemon, a a a a key lime pie. I'll destroy that. I will. Right, right. I will. Um, uh, and again, for 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 the lazy trolls out there, the you know, uh, thanks for listening. Number one, uh, number two, tell your mom I said <laughs> hi. Number three. We're not encouraging uh, eating disorders. Worthless humans. Thank you for listening. No. Well, you know, I mean, sometimes the only motivation people have to wake up in the morning is their dislike for you has been my experience. So, um, but I try to help those people see that there's a better way, better way to live life, better way to live life. And if they... Prove, well, I, clearly I hit the mark with the apple pie because you were salivating over there a la Homer Simpson. 100%. I mean, I, yeah, that's exactly how, how I would describe it because I, I, I trimmed my beard up pretty hardcore yesterday, so I do have that uh, Homer Simpson uh, weird, well, I don't want to say it's the weird brown ring around his mouth, but uh, that's that Homer Simpson, <laughs> Simpson stubble. Um, you know, you never you never see Marge frowning anytime you see uh, old uh, Homer with that, that ring around his mouth. But so, uh, but yeah, God, a good apple pie. I mean, I. I mean, this is the reason I walk ten miles a day, other than I need it for stress relief. Is uh, what was that unit? I, I didn't understand what you. I'm just sorry, said. I lied. Sixteen kilometers a day. We don't we don't measure things and uh, other other. Uh, and uh, that's why I weigh myself in. That's why I weigh myself in kilos. Um. Uh. Yeah. God. Pie, you got my. I'm. A, I'm. Lose. Oh, yeah. God, I can't even. I can't even think. I can't even think straight. Now you got me think. You ever? Have I told you about those cookies at Dewey's? They're like sandwich cookies, but they're. It's like yeah, you, hard I icing. You did mention them. And I go in there, and and I'm a. I. I don't know what happened around the holidays. I mean, you know, and for our listeners at home, I. I I'm. A, I've discovered later in life that I was allergic to alcohol. So I quit drinking alcohol. Well, what about the listeners that aren't at home? Do they need to turn this off now? 
Well, depending who they are, if they listen much longer, they might run off the road, and that's before I even before we even start making casual backhanded jokes about people that shit talk us and think we don't know about it, and then we're not going to, you know, at some point out them for their own bad behavior. But, but, because uh, that's going to happen. Uh, no matter whether you live in this country or another country. So, um, but yeah, but so like, so I, you know, cut out the booze, I think 470. I don't, I don't, I don't know what day it is today, but several days ago, 400 and some days ago, but then at some point it's older than spring. Yeah. Yeah. It's older than spring. Cause it's yeah. All right. Yeah. It's sprung. It's sprung. Yeah. it, It is older than spring last year. So whenever December 10th was in, Two years ago, December 10th, 2021, yeah, that's when I realized I had to not uh, succumb to my allergies anymore. Uh, and, uh, uh, but, uh, but so, but you still, still have that sugar craving. And I, and I, it's, 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 uh, it's out of control and clearly indescribable because I'm, uh, you know, pause, pause, pause. Babbling incoherently. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think well, also, you know, I, I, I have to follow up though. It wasn't yeah. the sugar and alcohol that you liked, was it? Well, I think from a, I think that was the part that my body was addicted to or, or allergic to, I should say. My brain, uh, there, I think there were just a number of uh, components to it. I mean, the alcohol factor and the sugar, but obviously sugar is a key component in, in alcohol. Um, but uh, but it's yeah it's a whole new world and life's a hundred percent. I mean, it was yeah it's it's a it's it's not a bad and I'm not going to jump on a soapbox about it because I, I I certainly want people to feel encouraged about if they want to make adjustments to their life or uh, anything like that. But I definitely would say it was. Uh, uh, And also people that are trying to stop, like you're just one day at a time, you know, I mean, I'm, yeah, it's just one day at a time. You just have today, just, you know, make it through today and you're fine. And then tomorrow, tomorrow will become today and just make it through today again. And then you'll be fine. You know, you know, it was um, interesting. We went to that, uh, that tribute band Friday night and everybody at the table got non-alcoholic beers. Oh, wow. That had to be a first uh, for me. I, I just took a sip. I didn't necessarily want to uh, drink. I just wanted to to test it, and uh, it was it was decent. And I've said for forever, if they made like a one and a half two percent McUltra, mm-hmm. that would be ideal for me. And I. I I can control myself uh, in a way, not implying you can't, but with alcohol, I don't have a problem. I just got tired of it. Yeah, well, it's weird. I mean, I I lost my taste for beer three, two or three years before I quit drinking. And I would try to drink beer just because I was like, oh, you know, maybe, maybe I would like it again. And, 
like because it would wouldn't smell bad like the smell wouldn't turn me off but i try to drink it and my body chemistry had so completely changed that it it just you know the epitome of the punchline about well it tasted worse than it smelled like it just could not uh I mean, it was almost like you're putting the wrong kind of gasoline in your car and you're and your car spit it back out. Like it just was, it could not. And I used to love, love beer, but then uh, just for whatever reason, I guess, you know, as you, as you, as you, as you age, your body chemistry changes every, you know, five, seven years or whatever. And um, when I was a kid, I didn't like chicken salad. And now like I could destroy you know, chicken Wife salad. Chicken salad. She wanted it tonight, and I'm like, uh, gosh, I don't know. But I'll probably make it since whatever makes her happy. I try to do for sure. How do you? What do you? What kind of? What kind of chicken salad do you make? Like, what are some of your ingredients? Uh, you know, finely chopped celery. We only got like a minute. Finely okay. chopped celery. Uh, various. Like I'll put Italian seasoning in my chicken salad, and that, and that will do something special to it. I don't think people realize, but ultimately, you throw some mayonnaise, you make your chicken the way you want it. The celery has to be finely cut, uh, in my opinion. <clears throat> the onions should be a little bigger than the celery, and uh, salt, pepper, but sasheries. I'm not a paid participant in the marketing for Tony Sachery's uh, Cajun seasoning. But I would do it for free if they hired me. Because when you believe in a product, and Tony Sachery's just literally makes everything better. I got a bunch of uh, vegetable soup, Campbell's vegetable soup instead of chicken noodle soup via mm -hmm. the deforestation company from South America. Uh, and I hate Campbell's vegetable soup. I haven't had it in decades, and I still remember how bad it is, and it was. But I also used the food line trick to obtain a certain product, so I cooked that up to add to it to make uh, you know, beef stew. It still sucked even though the meat helped. Sprinkle in sasheries, it's delicious. Like, it's what I'm going to have for breakfast. Right on. That sounds badass. I'm, I'm excited to try that at some point. Uh, your favorite. Your yeah, man. Favorite. You know, Fa famous. You're soon to be famous chicken salad. Oh, the chicken salad. Um, yeah, it's good, man. It's It's just stupid. I made egg salad with it not too long ago. Anyway, we are we are at a minute and four or a minute and three, an hour and three minutes, and uh, I have to I have to go to work. Same, same. The American right, economy man. is not going to run itself. Everybody have a great day, my man. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Yes, sir. Bye. All right, see you.